We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Now it's time for Inside the Clubhouse, a show dedicated to the Chicago baseball fan, featuring the best Chicago baseball conversation, as well as the big MLB topics, along with the biggest names, greatest guests, and listener interaction, starring score baseball insider Bruce Levine and half of Chicago's number one sports morning show, David Haw, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, and always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome back inside the clubhouse. 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. We are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Sports Studio. I am David Haw, along with Bruce Levine this morning, talking baseball from 9 to 11 as we do every Saturday, 52 weeks a year, regardless of what else is going on. And when we talk about the pitch here, it will be referring to fastballs. And not the field of play. We understand you will be watching Team USA, Team USA in the World Cup. But turn the volume down, turn us up, and let's talk baseball. It is going to be a big day. It's a big weekend in Major League Baseball. There's been a lot that already has happened. And we will talk you through all of it. Bruce is connecting as we speak. We're trying to get through some technical issues that we are dealing with. But we have a lot to go over we have a big show ahead at 9 30 at the bottom of this hour we will talk to cole Wright from the marquee sports network he is the cubs pre and post game show he's getting ready he's probably packing cole's probably getting together some making sure that he has some shorts in his suitcase because they're headed to san diego for winter meetings coverage on marquee all week they start tomorrow and winter meetings means activity and we are going to speculate about what will be going on with the Cubs and the White Sox this week in San Diego because I think that it will be one of those weeks that you want to pay attention to baseball. So he is at 9.30. We will talk to Greg Maddox at 10 o'clock, the Hall of Famer from the Cubs and the Braves. There's a big weekend and a big announcement tomorrow night. The Contemporary Era Committee will be uh, voting on maybe adding guys like Fred McGriff, you hear Dale Murphy's name. And also the big question is, will they open the door a little bit wider for steroid era players like Clemens, Bonds, et cetera, et cetera. And now Bruce is hooked up. Good morning, Bruce. How are things going? Good morning, David. Yeah, a little uh, technical issue we're trying to work out here. So uh, we'll just 
hang in there and talk some baseball the way that we always do every Saturday morning, 52 weeks out of the year, talking baseball on the score. And David, uh, I guess our open lines to the, uh, the great Chicago baseball fans are, what are your wants and needs for your Chicago teams right now? What are your primary needs for the White Sox and Cubs going into the winter meetings? I know mine. I know you know yours. We'll get to those at some point here. But I'm anxious to uh, talk to uh, Cole Wright as he heads down to the winter meetings. I'm anxious to talk to Greg Maddox as he votes on the contemporary committee for the Hall of Fame, including Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens being a part of that first uh, group here that they'll be voting on and announced on Sunday. 312 67 67 let us know what you think the cubs and white Sox should be doing this week and what the priority looks list looks like we will share ours later i want to start with this uh audience and bruce i want to start with what we feel like the impact of jacob Degrom signing a whopping deal with the texas rangers that is the headline all over major league baseball that uh, raised an eyebrow on friday night it was not a friday news dump it was a friday news shocker Jacob DeGrom, who will turn 35 in June. Jacob DeGrom, who has pitched <laughs> in 38 starts in the last three years, signed a five-year, $185 million deal with the Texas Rangers. We talk all the time about free agency and overpaying. This is Exhibit A, ladies and gentlemen. This is the classic overpayment by a desperate team to get a player at the end of his career. Bruce, I was shocked at those numbers. Well, they are shocking numbers. There, There is a number, David, between one year and five years, isn't there? There's a couple numbers involved there. So I don't I don't really understand, uh, other than Texas is just crazy, spending crazy money. Look look what they did last year. They, they signed uh, Seeger and uh, they signed Simeon to, to huge contracts obviously weren't ready to win yet and now they're throwing huge money at what people say David is the best pitcher in baseball by far right now but as you point out how often do you think you'll see the best pitcher in baseball when he pitched in 15 games and in 11 games over the last two years I mean that is a shocker and not only is it a shocker but it changes the entire environment uh, going into the winter meeting for the other free agent pitchers out there. I mean, look, uh, when you see a, a Japanese pitcher like Cody Singa coming out and uh, 10 teams interested, you see Carlos Rodon. Let's just, let's just look at Rodon for a minute, David. How does that change Carlos Rodon's market uh, when you look and compare him to uh, Jacob DeBron? the ground knowing that Carlos Rodan, who's been known as an injured pitcher for a lot of his career has pitched and started 55 games the last two years has been an all-star the last two years has been a dominant pitcher in major league baseball for the last two years and turned down a $21 million deal with the giants that he already had in place to walk away to free agency again. How does that impact him and, Scott Boros as he enters the winter meetings tomorrow. Well, I think what it does is right now with the, Jacob DeGrom going to the Texas Rangers for five years and $185 million, 
Carlos Rodon is the uh, the next the, the the best pitcher on the next tier. We don't know what it means for Justin Verlander, which also may be the other domino. What 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 it does, I think, Bruce, to crystallize it is it puts the New York Mets in desperation mode, and they are uh, in that mode with an owner that is as, as willing to spend wildly as any owner in baseball. And I think he's – you think the, the Rangers are crazy in spending that kind of money over DeGrom. I think Steve Cohen says, all right, fine. They weren't given apparently, uh, according to reports out of the New York Post, a chance to match that. I don't know if they would or they wouldn't have. I do think they will respond to it. And I think Rodon may be part of that equation. Verlander may be part of that equation. I think those are the, probably the two guys at the top of the list. But what happens is, as we know, the domino effect. Then it, then it affects, after that, Chris Bassett and then Senga and teams that maybe are motivated or were motivated to go out and spend wildly for that starting pitcher that they covet. Now we're going to go in a different direction, and it takes one of those guys off a list that might have been on the Cubs list or on the White Sox's list. So I think that's where we have the local impact because now all of a sudden maybe Senga isn't attainable. Maybe Chris Bassett, if he was on your list, isn't. And certainly Carlos Rodon is likely to end up in New York more likely than he will be in Chicago. I mean, is, is it out of the uh, realm of possibility that Carlos Rodon, who might have been in line for a three-year deal, now gets a five-year deal or a six-year deal uh, for $25 million a year, knowing that the AAV for – um, for DeGrom is $37 million. I mean, how far off a pitcher is Rodon or Bassett from, uh, from, from him right now? And, I mean, is there, is there a $12 million difference? Okay. That means that these pitchers right now, uh, Rodon's a, tw- a 25 to $30 million pitcher a year. Does that, I mean, that, that kind of messes you with your mind, right? But, he was coming off of making $21 million last year with the Giants. So where does his market go? Where does Bass's market go, as you point out? And more importantly, for a team like the Mets, does Verlander now get a three- or four-year deal for $40 million a year? Good questions, and I think those are the obvious uh, uh, ones that you want answered. Maybe they will be answered at the winter meetings beginning on Sunday. I don't know, Bruce, but I, I think that – one of our more regular listeners uh, texted in from 312, inflation isn't just at the grocery store. And you look around Major League Baseball already, and things have heated up quickly. And let's look at just the past week. Jose Abreu going to the Houston Astros, uh, three years and $60 million. That is uh, more than I thought he would have gotten. You look at some other deals that have been struck. I think even the Mike Clevenger deal, you reported it for $12 million of one year. That, to me, is pricier than I would have expected. And now we see this. DeGrom, 5185 Goodness sakes, where is the market headed? Baseball, healthier than ever, Bruce. And these guys are getting what they want. And that's good from the player standpoint. But um, I think it will definitely have an impact on maybe what the Sox and the Cubs are able to do. Well, absolutely. And, and again, uh, Cubs, Sox, what are their priorities? We want to know yours for your teams at 312-644-6767 because uh, I have my list, David. I know you have yours. Uh, hopefully Jed Hoyer and Rick Hahn 
have remembered to take their list with them to San Diego. Yeah, the other big trade I think is is worth noting because it, it didn't affect the teams directly. But Colton Wong was a second baseman with two gold gloves and, and good power coming off a 15-home run season. He went from the Brewers to the Mariners. And Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro went back in return. And to look at what that meant to the White Sox offseason, I think, was significant because, hey, what do they need? They still need a second baseman. They need a corner outfielder. They need a power bat. And when you look around the league and you look at potential second basemen who were on the trade market, well, I'll tell you, Colton Wong was the guy that I think in the back of my mind, I wondered if Rick Hahn, who was not going to throw money at the problem, as he has stated, that would be get creative and find a way to get him to Chicago. I don't know where they go now. I think that we'll see. We, you know, the, the best trades are the ones you don't see coming, perhaps. So maybe this is something that uh, – is able to shed some light during the winter meetings. Maybe not, but I think the Colton Wong to the Mariners trade was one that uh, raised my uh, eyebrows a little bit as well. And, and I think that whether or not the Sox had their eyes on him or not, Bruce, I just feel like that um, maybe it shouldn't, but it feels like a missed opportunity. Uh, you know, I, I was off for a second, David, so, uh, you know, Fly that by me one more time, please. Colton Wong going to the Mariners, bad yeah, news got, for the White Sox. Yeah, right. Uh, and I, I thought Wong was was definitely uh, the type of player the White Sox want. But their concentration right now, David, is is on a left-handed hitting. Okay? And as much as, uh, you know, Kenny and uh, Rick and uh, the White Sox have said, we don't care if they hit left-handed or right-handed as long as they hit, uh, that philosophy has changed since what they watched last year where the right-handers didn't hit. And now they realize, and, and I'm sure they knew beforehand because they felt they had uh, <clears throat> enough left-handed hitting to augment uh, the, the right-handed hitting and, and have a, a balanced lineup. But, David, they need a left-handed thump in their, their lineup. and it's probably He would have helped. Come... He hits from the left side. He had 15 home runs. He would have been a guy that had a little oomph. That they don't have in a position where they don't have much oomph. No, you're you're right. You're 100 percent right. Now, where do they go? It's got to be, in my opinion, it's got to be a left-handed hitting outfielder. I think you're not going to find much thump uh, left-handed wise coming from second base. Okay, they have some internal uh, uh, guys like Sosa and Gonzalez that can play second base. They're decent young players. They can play there. They have to get a left-handed hitting outfielder. Colas is going to get a, a real great shot at coming up and playing right field for the White Sox. Uh, he had a great year in the minor leagues. He's not a, a young kid. He's somebody that uh, has experience. So this should be one of the answers for them. But a, a more um, major league ready guy who's been around is going to be the answer in left field. I, I envision... Eloy Jimenez playing 90% of the games as a DH, okay? Okay, I, I think, I'm with I you. Think, I think it depends on who they get, doesn't it? No, I don't. I, I, I just don't think that you can win and keep him on the field uh, with Eloy Jimenez in left field. I don't know how many times you have to prove that he's an injury-prone guy with a tremendous tool. He can hit, and he can hit all day. The question has always been from the minor leagues on, 
how, how many games is he going to be able to play for you without getting hurt? The obvious answer to that is you minimize the, his ability to get hurt by using him as a DH. Sure, he can get hurt on the bases, swinging the bat, you know, but you minimize that by putting him at DH and you come up with a professional left-handed hitting outfielder in a trade uh, with somebody else for some of your minor league depth. You don't have a ton of minor league depth. You have enough, I think, to bring in left-handed hitters. So start looking around uh, the, uh, the leagues and look at left-handed hitting outfielders, and you'll find that's where the White Sox are shopping during these winter meetings. All right, Bruce, there's a couple things I want to run by you real quickly before we get to the phone lines. Also want to update people who have the volume down on the television listening to us but watching the game. The Netherlands has taken a 1-0 lead over Team USA. They are in the 16th minute of the World Cup soccer match, round of 16. So you can do both. You can multitask on a Saturday. Who doesn't multitask on a Saturday? All right, Bruce, so let's look back at the White Sox priority list. I wonder what you think they are doing now in the way of you said that outfield bat you said a guy that would be a power hitter you said somebody who could play the field while Eloy DHs what about Joey Gallo there have been some rumors linking him to the White Sox what do you think of that name well if you like swing and miss guys he's your guy uh I mean he swings and misses probably 30 35 percent of the time uh he's a good outfielder uh, again, is that a uh, automatic answer to your problems, or is it just does it create more problems as far as swing and miss? Uh, this team needs left-handed hitting. They also need a new philosophy about how to go about your at-bats. Okay, the team does not walk. Uh, we've heard for many years, David, that you can't teach a guy to walk. That, that separates him from what got him to the major leagues. I get that. But a better philosophy about your approach at the plate, I think that can be done. And with the White Sox bringing in new hitting coaches, with the White Sox bringing in uh, Pedro Gafal, who also has a hitting background as a manager, I think that's, that's going to be a priority here. Not just getting these guys to hit again like they can and staying healthy, but having a better approach where – Night in and night out, your, your team's striking out 12 times and they're walking once or twice, okay? That is, that's just not going to make it unless everybody's having career years. And we saw that with the White Sox last year, the mediocrity in their offense. Yeah, they got in base, they got base hits, but uh, there was no slug. Uh, there, was no, uh, there was no walking. It, it has to be a different philosophy, and you have to start bringing in different players one by one. The Score Listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. That's where we find our buddy Mike and Glencoe. Good morning, Mike. Welcome inside the clubhouse. Good morning, guys. I'd like to go back a couple of days and get your thoughts on the Abreu thing. To me, there's something really disappointing about his departure and, of course, the, the roster miscalculation that led to it. But to me, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, Jose Abreu is 10 times, 100 times the ball player Harold Baines was, but he's going to get about one-tenth or maybe one-one-hundredth of the team admiration that Harold got. I don't get it. What happened here? Thanks, Mike. Bruce, I'll let you go first. Well, I don't know. I think the White Sox fans loved uh, Jose Abreu as far as admiration from the the team. Look, I think Rick Hahn talked earlier in the week about how uh, nauseated he was about this decision. But when you have duplications at one position and you want to improve your defense, I mean, Mike, I know you're not there, but the White Sox are one of the worst defensive teams in baseball, okay? How do you make your team better defensively and offensively, okay? You have to move uh, a guy by, by the name of Vaughn from right field to first base. He was not only not a good enough outfielder, he was starting to, David, he was starting to hurt himself, and it was impacting his offense, okay? This is going to be a premier offensive player. So when you have duplications and you can't make a trade, you have to let somebody go. And that was the case with Jose Abreu. It was all about roster flexibility, and with due respect, Mike, I wonder whether Jose you might have been ready himself for a change of scenery. We got a hint of that during his introductory press conference in Houston by the Astros, and the Sox did make him a, a courtesy offer, maybe. The Guardians made him an offer. It looks as if maybe Jose Abreu declared he wanted to win and felt like he had a better opportunity to do that in Houston, and I do think you have to be consistent. If you're talking about being more flexible and versatile in your roster and playing to people's strengths, Andrew Vaughn at first base, who could be a 25 to 30 home run guy, hit for power and slug in the middle of that order. You've got to create an opportunity for him, and you've got to get him out of the outfield if you want to be a good defensive football. Uh, not football. I got football. I got soccer. Bruce, I got baseball. My minds are cluttered together. 
but we're going to have some clarity here. We're going to talk winter meetings, and we have Cole Wright from the Marquee Sports Network getting ready to go out there to cover them uh, for the for the Marquee Sports Network for the Cubs, and we'll talk Cubs and winter meetings when we come back. It's Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And always live on the free Odyssey app presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I go to the mall and I go to the Dior store and I want something, I get it. Um, I ask how much it costs and I buy it. So if you really want something, you just, you just go get it. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm the product here, and uh, if they want my product, you know, they just got to come get it. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, David Hall, Bruce Levine, talking baseball till 11 o'clock. You may be watching the World Cup soccer match uh, on your television sets with the volume down, but listen to us talk baseball winter meetings in San Diego start on Sunday. Uh, U.S. losing one nothing, by the way, in the 29th minute. And we go back to baseball where we find our next guest on the Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas hotline, home of the world's largest sports book. Cole Wright is the uh, pre- and post-game host at the Marquee Sports Network, all things Cubs, and on his way probably packing for San Diego. Good morning, Cole. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're ready to go. We're ready for some action. We heard coming in the voice of Carlos Correa talking about the product that is available to all teams in Major League Baseball, I think it would be particularly appealing to the Cubs who can't go 0 for 4 in the free agent shortstop market. That's our opinion. That's my opinion. Cole, how do you view what the Cubs' mandate is or the sense of urgency as they get ready to go to San Diego? Well, I think that one thing that they pretty much laid out when it comes to the groundwork is smart spending. And when you look at some of the deals that are being thrown around, are are they necessarily the smartest of deals? I don't know. You know, that's that's to be determined. And when you take a look at at, at, the, at the length and, and the, the cachet of some of these guys that are, are getting these deals, do you need more role players? Do you need more hole fillers? I mean, that's that's going to be the question down the road. And I mean, I know everyone wants them to make that big time splash. And if they don't necessarily make it within you know the next forty eight hours, there's going to be some some head scratching going on. But I think that 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 Jed and Carter, I think they they're they're being smart. They're they're letting the market set itself. And I think that when all the dust settles, that there's really going to be some some smart moves that are made. And, you know, I, I think that there's, like I said, it's not just necessarily just, just getting that shortstop. It's it's getting a few extra pieces and and being able to see how they complement some of the younger guys that are on, on the rise, like Pete Crow Armstrong's and like a Matt Mervis. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's more than meets the eye when it comes to that. You know, we were talking about just the other day, a few guys and I, about – how everyone's jumping in on the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. And, you know, San Francisco, they're in on that mix. But if, if San Francisco gets them, then what's the rest of the team look like? Because we saw what they looked like a season ago just from two seasons ago. So, you know, it's 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 almost a, a waiting game. Let's, let's wait and see how everything else shakes out, and then we'll strike. And I think that's what Jed and Carter are doing right now. Cole Wright from the Marquee Sports Network joining us on Inside the Clubhouse. And, and Cole, when you, uh, when you look at the Cubs – in their division okay let's just isolate the cubs in their division it appears that milwaukee is taking a step backwards okay they're taking a step in a different direction i don't believe they are going to be the team that they've been over the past five years and with cincinnati still building pittsburgh still 
building and light years away, it appears. Is it incumbent upon the Cubs to go out there and make a statement on a big-time player only because that could vault them right into competition with the St. Louis Cardinals? Now, we know the pitching is going to have to continue to grow. We know that yeah. the bullpen is going to need to be fortified. But getting a big-time shortstop, let's say you get Trey Turner and then you mm-hmm. have Horner at second base. How does that change the dynamic of the division when you look at the Cubs? Well, I think that, that changes everything for the Cubs because I think Trey Turner would help the Cubs win. And I think Nico being at second base and then being possibly one of the best double-play combos in baseball at that point you know, would, would, would be beneficial for the Cubs. But I, I also feel that they're – like I said, they're more than just a shortstop away. I feel like you need someone who can play third base with a, a little more regularity and not just as a guy who can play third base or left field or first base as well. You want that everyday third baseman. And, you know, they're they're not easy to find. That, that's the problem. I mean, Nolan Arenado, there's only one of those guys. I mean, he wins the, the gold glove and the, the platinum glove every single season. So I think when the Cubs take and survey the landscape, like we said, they need to find those role players. Like the, for for every Trey Turner, you have to have that Ben Zobris, that that guy who can go here. Oh, where do you need me at today, Skip? All right, I can play center field. I can play third base. And we're, we're in a pinch today. Like you know, we played you know ten games in a row. I can play shortstop. So it's not always necessarily about just landing that Trey Turner. I think there's those auxiliary pieces that that need to go. That need to go be in in the right places. They're, they need to be complementary. And that's I think what we're going to see in, in the days to come. Absolutely. That's the sober approach to, to free agency. I, and I think we see the examples as you, as you referenced in the, in the first you know, answer. And, and about- you know, guys, it's, it's almost like when you're, when you're putting down money on, on, a, on games, like you don't want to be that dude who's like, okay, on, on an NFL Sunday, all right, I'm betting four early games. I lost on those. I'll make them up. I'll, I'll bet three late games. I lost those two. A little, guess what? Sunday night, I'm going to get it all back. Then you lose. And then you're riding everything on Monday night. And before you know it, you got a dude pounding on your door yelling that you owe him a bunch of money. So that's not what you want to do. You want to make smart wagers. You want to, like we said, smart money. You want to do the right hey. thing at the right time. You don't want to go all in. I, hey, I want to be the guy uh, knocking on your door collecting. Yeah. That sounds, like, yeah. sounds, that sounds yeah. like somebody well familiar with his FanDuel Sportsbook app. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Cole, in that vein, and I, and I think it makes a lot of sense because, yeah, I, I, I can talk about, how much I would love to see Carlos Correa in a Cub uniform, but it's more than that. There's more work to be done. There are more needs to be met. And I wonder what you think in, in two positions specifically. The Cubs still are unsettled at catcher and first base. Guys who won't necessarily move the needle, but are maybe solid, smart signings. Christian Vazquez behind the plate. Trey, Trey Mancini possibly to play first base. Do you expect the Cubs to be in on either of those guys specifically or guys like that that might be part of a platoon? Well, you know, I like Christian Vasquez. I mean, he can get after, he can swing it, you know, and he, when he can call a good game, you know, in addition to Jan Gomes and, and P.J. Higgins, the guys currently on the team, you know, we'll see how everything goes. But the one guy, Bruce, you and I talked about it a multitude of times, and, and maybe I'm, I'm biased because I covered him during his MVP season, but I, I like Cody Bellinger a lot. I know his numbers haven't been what they once were ever since the, that, that, that high five hurt around the world that dislocated his shoulder. 
But I feel like maybe sometimes a change of scenery is what you need. And if, if he can get that swing back, and there's a lot of ifs there. So would, would it be on, on a one-year deal, like show and prove deal? I think that's what it would be. That's what you're looking for. But if he can get back to his form, I mean, this guy's a, a rookie of the year, a silver slugger, an MVP, a gold glover. And, you know, for him to reinvent himself in a Chicago Cubs uniform, I think that that would be, you know, pretty advantageous for his career because, you know, like I said, I am biased, but watching him play center field at a gold glove clip and play first base, you know, with, you know, few and far between when it comes to the errors, I think that Cody Bellinger will be a nice fit. And and I think that players like that, you know, you've heard like Michael Conforto, is he a guy that, that you want to bring over as well? I, there's so much unknown right now. And that's the fun part of the season. I mean, I almost wish that it, that it wasn't competing with, with, with bowl games and, you know, the, the the NFL heating up right now. I wish they could, that, the, that the winter meetings could find a specific time where they just owned the week. But either way, it's, it's, it's going to own our it's going to own our interest. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth of July would be a great time. That's right in the middle of the baseball season. They have the winter meetings right? and a timeout. But uh, you're, you're right, Cole. Uh, I, I'm wondering, uh, when, when you look at the pitching, uh, Hoyer – uh, and Hawkins were both asked about being nervous about the 31 and uh, or the 39 and 31 finish in the last 70 games, and whether they can count on that or not. What are your thoughts, and, and in particular about the pitching? You know, when you look at Thompson, when you look at Steele, when you look at a Stroman being healthy, when you hope that Hendricks is coming back and, and coming back to form at age 33 or 34. Uh, sure. What's what's realistic about accounting uh, counting on that last 70 games being a jumping off point for the Cubs in 2023? Well, I think that what you saw was a bunch of guys that really wanted to go out there and, and put their pride on the line, and, and they played a winning brand of baseball. And you know, a lot of people were like, "Well, look at the team that they played." You know what? That's that, that's none of their concern. All you can always do is play the teams that are on your schedule. And that's exactly what they did. They went out there. They got quality starts from more than a few guys. You know, whether it was Adrian Sampson or Marcus Stroman, they were up to the task, and that's what they did. They went out there. They said, you know what, we're, we're going to make sure that we're in this and not turn the ball over to the bullpen in the third, fourth, fifth inning. We're going we're gonna to give those guys a fighting chance when they do come out and not make them have to chew up more than a bulk of, it, of the innings. And that's what we saw. And I, I think it all starts on the mound. I mean, it sounds cliche, but – when, when you're looking at winning ball games, if you don't have pitching, I mean, in, unless you're just going to, you know, tune up five to eight runs per game, you're going to be in trouble. And that's what the Cubs are looking to build upon. They're going to look for those Justin Steele's, those Keegan Thompson's, those Adrian Sampson's down the stretch to go ahead and get after it. Hayden Wisniewski, those young guys, because that's the future. And, you know, it, it, it has a little bit of a, a little bit of a, an aroma of, of 2014, 2015. You know, you look what Matt Mervis is doing down there in the, in the minors and, I don't know if you know if, if a lot of people have him ranked as high as Chris Bryant once upon a time was as a, as a minor league prospect, but I mean he's the Cubs minor league player of the year for a reason. The dude hit 36 tanks. I mean he did it at every level. Arizona uh, Fall League, he went and did it again. So I think whenever he gets there, they, if, when he arrives, if he's ready, then he'll be swinging. So I, I think what it's like we said earlier, it's all about getting those free agents and, and bringing those those auxiliary players in to complement the future like they didn't they didn't go out there and they didn't put some of these young guys on their roster and they didn't draft some of these young cats and pick them up as free agents because they thought that they were bums 
they picked them up because they have a lot of promise, and that's what they've shown so far. And you saw on the lower levels, the Cubs, they were successful at all their lower levels in the minors for the most part. And I think that's gonna, that, that will that'll translate. I think that's what we're going to see in the years to come. Cole, I have only one more before we let you go, finish packing and, and studying for your Sunday NFL bets. Um, when you look at the pitcher's market as it, as it responds to the Jacob deGrom signing, how could that potentially affect the Cubs, if it will at all? And what did you think about the signing overall? You know, I, I, I like Jacob deGrom. He's, he's unbelievable. I mean, his stuff is absolutely electric. But, you know, Rick Sutcliffe says it all the time, man. The best ab- ability is availability. And, you know, it, injuries are unfortunate, but they're, they're a part of the game. And you have to, you know, really roll that into the equation when you're taking a look at a player as a whole. And I think Jacob deGrom is, you know, when healthy, he's unbelievable. But, you know, outside of 2015 and what, what the, the Mets were able to do, I mean, when it comes to pitching in clutch games, how clutch is he? Maybe I need to go back and take a look at some of those numbers, but uh, that's, a, that's a pretty lengthy deal. It's a pretty wealthy deal. And, I mean, I know Justin Verlander is older, but, man, oh, man, I'll tell you what, Justin Verlander, he sure would look sweet in the Cubs uniform, man. I mean, throwing <laughs> absolute crack tic tacs. I mean, that guy, I, w- I would love to see him. I mean, who knows? Let's, uh, let's, let's hope that Carter and Jed are listening right now and they're in the same, uh, in the same mindset as us. Yeah, that would be great. You could put him in uh... – in the, the Hall of Fame, he could win the uh, Cy Young Award and go into the Cub Hall of Fame all in one year. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Cole, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Have a great week. Just remind us, uh, Marquis will be there all week with live coverage in San Diego. Absolutely. We'll be down there Monday through Friday, Cubs 360, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, coming at you live and direct. And uh, we'll have anything you need to, need to check in on when it comes to breaking news because we'll be uh, ready to roll from 930 West Coast time all the way to 730. So we'll be there. Cole Wright from the Marquee Sports Network covers the Cubs. A lot of great thoughts there, Bruce, we can react to. Also, Bruce, when we come back, let's share our checklists that each general manager, each team president has to uh, tick off one at a time for the Cubs and the White Sox as the winter meetings begin Sunday in San Diego. You're listening to Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. I think last season we talked a lot about intelligent spending, and I think we'll certainly look to do that again. I want to build on the, on the momentum that we that we created at the, at the end of the year, but I know that we have you know, some holes to fill, and you know we'll be aggressive uh, to try to fill those holes. We're not just going to be able to throw money at the problem, so you might have to get creative, and, and the trade market may be the more uh, fruitful path for us to go as opposed to free agency over the coming months. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio six seven. The score: David Hall, Bruce Levine. You heard from. Jed Hoyer, you heard from Rick Hahn talking about the priorities in the offseason. The winter meeting starts Sunday in San Diego. Soccer fans, you know the U.S. trails at halftime. The Netherlands 2-0. So After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's going to be a big challenge. I need a big halftime talk, so turn your volume down on the TVs. Turn your radios up. We are here to talk baseball till 11 o'clock. Greg Maddox coming up top of the hour. Bruce, let's talk about our checklists in the offseason, Cubs and White Sox. Let's start with the Sox. If you're Rick Hahn, you pull out a, a maybe a back of a, a grocery store uh, receipt and you're writing down your, uh, your checklist for your priorities this week. What are they? How does it read? Well, let's uh, go uh, team by team, David. How's that? White Sox, start there. Start with the White Sox. A left-handed slugger, okay? An outfielder, preferably. Uh, we know Vaughn's going to play first. Uh, you know that that's a given. He's he's their first baseman. But how would you like a trade with the Minnesota Twins for a guy that has destroyed White Sox pitching over the last five or six years, and that's Max Kepler. Okay, a down year in 2022. Um, a couple years left on a contract. How does that fly for you as the White Sox left fielder? I, I think left field slug, uh, left-handed hitting slugger is where they need to go. Uh, Kepler rejuvenated playing on the Chicago. What are your thoughts? I think he could make sense. He'd be Sox killer. I don't think it's going to happen in the division. I don't think they're going to make many divisional trades. So I think it makes sense, but I think it might be a little far-fetched. Yeah, it, it could be, but it, again – uh, what if they? What if Minnesota gets back a pitcher from the Chicago White Sox uh, that looks good? Now maybe. Why would you said, want to make the Twins stronger? Well, because you're weak in a certain position. It's it's true. You 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 create weaknesses for both the teams if you trade somebody like a Giolito in a trade like that in, a, in an expanded trade with the Twins that brings back a pitcher and uh, Kepler. Uh, the White Sox don't have that depth right now. We just you know, we just saw it with the, uh, you know, with with the, uh, you know, some of the trades out there that weren't made uh, around the trading deadline, and uh, aren't being made as of yet right now. The the fa- the, the lack of depth, uh, as far as minor league talent goes right now, uh, keeps them at bay from being able to obtain everybody that they want. So I think when you look at the Sox, Bruce, I, I th- those are good ones. I, I think you do, obviously, second base is a need. Maybe you sign Elvis Andrews. Uh, corner outfielder is a need. Maybe you go that direction that you just described with Kepler. But I also think that they signed Michael Clevenger, but I don't feel like this rotation should be settled. I, I feel like there's a move to be made, and we don't know what those are, but I think somebody to – Maybe you sign a free agent. Maybe you make a deal. I don't know if this starting rotation looks durable enough. Uh, they're talking about wanting 30 starts out of each guy. 30 starts out of Michael Kopech, that's a fantasy baseball. That's where, that, that, that's unrealistic. So go get me a horse. Go get me somebody that can give you 150 innings maybe or 130 innings, somebody who will go out there and he doesn't get to the fourth and you're, you breathe a sigh of relief. The guy they had last year is the perfect guy. Unfortunately, his market's going to be a lot higher once some of these guys drop off the list, and that is Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto is probably going to wait for uh, guys like Bassett and Rodon to sign. 
And then when he's left standing there as one of the better pitchers of 2022, even at his age and experience, he's probably looking at more than a one-year deal, okay? He's probably looking at a two-year deal or at the very least one year with an option and a good buyout because, David, he's the perfect guy to come back to the White Sox. He'd be the perfect pitcher to count on and say, okay, um, this pitcher's down, that pitcher's down, we're not getting much out of that. Well, here's Johnny Cueto, you know, one of, one of the more talented veteran pitchers that just knows how to get everybody out, uh, even when he doesn't have a 95-mile-an-hour fastball anymore. That is, that is the perfect match for the White Sox. But the price of poker, I imagine, for Johnny Cueto, after all the dust is settled and you see these other pitchers uh, going somewhere, it's probably around $15 million. And uh, I also think, again, yeah, that, that's a lot of money, Bruce. I also think a defensive catcher is something nobody talks about in the midst of these other priorities, but that's got to be on my they, list somewhat they high. They have to get them. They yeah. have to get a, a, a defensive catcher. I mean, uh, you know, with Grandal's health situation over the last couple of years and that bulky knee, we know he's working with a trainer here in Chicago. He's getting in the best shape of his life. But can you, can you count on that? You know, for the rest of Savala, your answer, if he can't make it, I, I think a, a really good backup catcher is in, uh, imperative for both teams, both the White Sox and the Cubs. All right, I'll go Cubs. My, I'll name names. Correa, Mancini, Vasquez. One, two, three. That'd be a good trip. All right, uh, I'll go Cubs. I'll, I'll go, uh, I'll go Senga. I uh, will go uh, Bell. And I will go. Um, I will go. Um, Josh Bell at first base. You you think that's attainable? I think it's possible. Yeah. Okay. I think it. Uh, I would like him on a short term deal. If you can get him on a couple year deal, uh, you know, again, I I don't think you can count on Mervis being the guy. You have to have a veteran in there. So maybe it's Bell. That's how I look at it. Your White Sox? Senga, Bell, and who's your third? For the, uh, those are my For the Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Senga, Bell, and Bellinger. All right. That's a good one. I, Cody Bellinger is a good one because I think that a lot of teams may want him, but he's also a guy at 27, a former MVP. He, on a prove-it deal, he has – uh, a lot of reasons to come to Chicago as a place to to prove it. So that's uh, we'll continue to talk about the the possibilities, the priorities, and what is ahead at the winter meetings as they begin Sunday in San Diego. We're going to shift gears here for a moment and look uh, look back at baseball history and we'll look at tomorrow night with a big announcement. The Hall of Fame and the Contemporary Era Committee will induct several players as expected, or at least it is expected to. We'll find out who they are. Greg Maddox was one of those ex-players on this committee, and we will talk to the former Braves and Cubs Hall of Famer next on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 